The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. That is the greatest open we have ever had in the history of BetQL Daily. Hello and welcome to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM, Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Ryan Horvat on loan from BetMGM tonight here with us from 9 to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network. Listen to the show on the Odyssey app, watch the show on twitch.tv slash BetQL and YouTube, and follow us on the platform formerly known as Twitter at BetQL Daily. Well, guys, it turns out that not only are the Angels not trading Shohei Otani, that report uh, came out sort of uh, mid-afternoon or so yesterday that the Angels said, no dice, we're not trading Shohei Otani. In fact, they went in the opposite direction. They became buyers in a big way, getting Lucas Giolito and Reynaldo Lopez from the White Sox. In return, the Angels do give up some highly touted prospects and Edgar Caro and Kai Bush. So, Joe, let's jump right on in here. So, first off, do you think this was the prudent move for the Angels to do, knowing full well that Otani's future is very much up in the air, but if he is going to stay an Angel beyond this season, they could not trade him. So, at least they're still very much in the running as far as that's concerned. Also... You talked about this, and it was really sound process, and it looks like you have a couple of steps already in hand as far as saying, okay, if you're looking at the Angels to make the playoffs, a couple days ago was probably the time to seize on that because a lot of that was assuming that there was a possibility that Otani was going to get traded. Now that's definitely not going to happen. So you put all the pieces together, and... Looks like it's a a go-all-in move, but I guess it goes back to if it's a prudent move. What do you think? Yeah, I still think there's value on that number that we have this morning at plus 700 for the Angels to make the playoffs and where they sit and some of the teams that they would have to jump in the American League East. They're probably going to beat up on each other a little bit, even though we don't have the, the same scheduling that we had in the past. Uh, this is a, no, a surprise to nobody that's listened to this show this week. I mean, we've been telling you, it's Otani's not going anywhere. Otani's not going anywhere. And if you're all in, if you're trying to win with with Otani's last year here, potentially, you've got to add. And it sounds like you're a little bit higher on the additions that the uh, that the Angels made than I am. But, I mean, there was a three-year period here on the south side of Chicago where Lucas Giolito was phenomenal in the truncated season if you look at what he did with very limited starts like he was on pace to put together i mean arguably in the conversation for cy young which he's been at points in his career so i mean this is perfect for lucas giolito too this is a guy that i mean there are certain players certain athletes that you say okay he's a california guy he's going to end up 
at some point back on the West Coast or, you know, a Florida guy. He's going to end up there at some point in his career. There is zero doubt in my mind that Lucas Giolito is going to play the rest of his career on the West Coast. So it wouldn't surprise me if when the season ends, let's say the Angels make a run, if they make some sort of uh, commitment to Giolito. We, we know what the top priority here is, though. But they needed this. You know, part of our argument pro-Angels preseason was some of the depth in the rotation, that it wasn't that bad. Well, you know, they're, they're chasing now. So you can't have that argument of, well, it's a back-of-the-rotation starter. What did you expect them to do? They can't just give a pass in all those games. They need to go for it right now. Uh, they need to add some position players too, though. I don't think they can stop here because – I know when we talk about the Angels, we spend so much time on Otani. We talk about Trout, and, and that's what everybody does. But the real issue with the Angels here is these position players have not performed. Like It's either they're injured or it's a Jared Walsh situation, which they, he's a big reason that they haven't taken that next step. So, uh, Horvey, it's a good move. Uh, they, get, <laughs> they gave up a lot. I know they're not one of the top farm systems, but when you're talking about two of their top three prospects, like that's a lot. And Reynaldo Lopez is also going to help them in spurts down the final stretch. For sure. I mean, they did give up a lot, but let's look at it like this, right? I mean, if you trade away Otani, you're going to be rebuilding. I mean, the last postseason appearance for the Angels was 2014, I believe, when they were swept by the Kansas City Royals. And I could tell you as a fan of a bad baseball team, there's nothing worse than when the season's over July 27th, you know, and you're talking about the farm system and you're bringing guys up. So I like this move for the angels. I mean, they're playing really good baseball right now. So it makes sense. Right. And nobody's really running away with anything in the American league. And also Otani's about to win the MVP, right? Like you want to keep people coming back to the ballpark. You want to keep Shoei there. You're going to get Mike Trout back. You've won six of seven games. You're three games above 500. You're only four games out of a wild card spot. Anything could happen. And again, it's only July. So to be honest, I like this. I like the addition of Lucas Giolito. I think that's another guy, Joe, that just needed to change his scenery. You brought up the numbers mm -hmm. a couple of years ago. You know, I think he's going to eat up some innings. I think he's a guy where if you do get into the postseason, I trust to take the ball. I agree, though. I do think they need to add a bat or two. You know, and there's a couple of these teams you know, the Washington Nationals, they have a couple bats in that lineup uh, that, you know, you could probably make a phone call. You won't have to give up too much for a couple of their young guys. But uh, I do like it, to be honest with you. I did not want to see Shohei uh, go to the Dodgers. I did not really want to see him end up a Yankee. And so I'm excited. I'm excited for Angels fans, and I'm excited for the rest of the season and to see if they could do this and to see Mike Trout hopefully come back and finally play in the postseason again. Yeah, there are a couple of positions for the Angels uh, where there is, say, an embarrassment of richer, uh, riches, especially like a catcher, for instance, like someone like a Logan Ohapi coming back. Definitely, it's something where the Angels still have pieces. They have players who are playing right now who are movable. So as the ball club starts to get healthier, especially getting Mike Trout back, certainly it's something where you're going to see an improved Angels team out there. And so to me, they are very much formidable. They're very much in the thick of this. And Giolito, when it comes to what he can bring to the Angels, six foot six, 245 pounds, great extension on his pitches, doesn't have an elite strikeout rate as far as like what he had just a few years ago. But look, 
He's only 28 years of age. You can embrace the variance to where you're looking at a small sample size with that change of scenery and you go, hey, maybe he can get back to those winning ways as far as the strikeout rate is concerned. And a lot of that involves, I think, is slider more than anything else. I think the fastball has still been pretty good. Slider, whiff rate, solid when it works. And if it does then opposing hitters need to watch out because then Giolito is definitely at a high level. The other thing, too, is that he eats up a lot of innings. That matters a great deal here because the Angels' bullpen has been a tad suspect. And I think that's probably the biggest need uh, for the Angels going forward is just to have another quality arm or two within that bullpen. But another way you can address that, Joe, is by having Giolito go deeper into games. And we've seen that a good bit for the White Sox this season. It changes the entire look of the rotation. When you slot Giolito as your two, that that changes everything and slide everyone back. And Reynaldo Lopez, uh, early on in his career, he he was a starter. The last couple of years, more of a reliever. But he's quietly having a really good year. Now, the walk rate is the worst that we've seen. But, you know, in, in spots, that's not just that's not going to kill you. As a starter over the course of five to six innings, that can hurt you, but it hasn't hurt him as much. He has by far his highest strikeout rate. It's not even close. So, and if needed at the back end of the rotation, he can step in and spot. So he's very versatile. So I, I think that is quietly a, a very nice move to bolster that Angels bullpen as one of their setup guys. And just an interesting note after each of them spent six, six and a half years. Uh, after coming over from the Nationals together. So they they go from the Nationals to the White Sox in a trade together, and now they go from the White Sox over to the Angels in a trade together. But, the, yeah, the Angels do need to make more moves, but as far as path and, and what they have the ability to do, I I still like that. I, I, I look at that number of 6-1 to one now, and, yes, I expected it to move. But I, Horvey, I actually thought it would drop even more, just more so with the news of Otani. And you get all this in one day, the way we see the, the market overreact from time to time, especially with trades, I thought uh, it would be a, an even bigger. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, do you think we'll see a bigger adjustment? Like, who's a name out there, you know, when you look at the deadline, maybe where we will see a bigger drop? Because, like, if you remember, obviously, what San Diego did last season, I believe it was they went after Josh Hader first, brought him in because they needed bullpen help. At the time, he was the best closer in all of baseball, we have to remember. And then, you know, there was the drastic change in the market when they acquired Juan Soto, obviously. 
Um, I don't know if there's anybody out there for the Angels, like any position player, any bat or two. Do, do you think so here at the deadline? Like, it's mostly all arms we're hearing about. Like, I don't know if the Padres are really going to move on from Blake Snell. I don't know if Marcus Stroman's going to get moved if the Cubs continue to win games now. But, like, who's the biggest bat? Like, you know, the, who's the name that you're hearing that maybe the Angels would be interested in? You know, because I, I feel like I don't know that we're going to get a big price change, uh, you know, mm-hmm. after uh, the, the Giolito move. Yeah, like Candelario may be someone uh, who the Angels are interested in. But again, I I think it goes back to the bats may be less of a concern as guys continue to get healthier. Uh, I think that's probably fine. And, And, you know, the other thing, too, is hitters four through nine for the Angels, they've been way, way better this year than last. This is one of the reasons why the Angels are even uh, flirting with the postseason to begin with is because beyond just Trout, Otani, Taylor Ward, you've got other guys who are stepping up and, uh, you know, the Mickey Moniacs of the world, for instance, guys like that, uh, you know, who've had fantastic hitting streaks or who've uh, put up a lot of power. You know, Joe Adele, guys like that you know, we'll wait and see as far as, you know, what his availability might be and, you know, what he can do, but certainly he's got a powerful bat, no doubt about that. So it's, it's something where I, I don't know if there are any names that I can point to where there are obvious links there as far as who they are targeting. Uh, but at the same time, when you're looking at say uh, the, the betting markets here, Joe, uh, to make the playoffs, you said six to one, I think that's still in play here. Uh, but to really get the value, you should have acted upon, uh, the advice that you doled out from just a couple of days ago that, you know, to me, a lot of this was very much predictable. Uh, overall, to win the World Series is 150 to 1. I know that's a big number. But at, at the same time, look, you know, baseball's postseason can be a bit of a crapshoot. And as we've seen, sometimes it's just one star player or a couple of star players who can carry a ball club. And once the, you know, if the Angels do make the postseason, you've got Shohei Otani, and that's a pretty big thing to have. Uh, that's a good point by Horby. A lot of the names that we're talking about that people are writing about, okay, these are the, the 20 players that are could be dealt at the deadline. It's mostly pitchers. You know, there's just yeah. a few. CJ Crone's been mentioned. You mentioned Candelario. But it's not a lot of position players at this moment, and maybe things can change uh, over every team's uh, next series coming up. But, you know, we've talked a lot about, Bellinger and then Stroman was roughed up last night, but it doesn't matter because the White Sox bullpen is so awful. I, I've been consistent with it, and I'm trying not to overreact to a two-game sweep over an awful White Sox club, but I think the Cubs should stand pat. I don't think they should trade really? those guys. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine with their spot, and they're playing well, and they're better than their record has shown. And and I still think that. That division's open, even though wildcard is more likely for them to, to uh, get in. But we'll, we'll see how it goes with the Cardinals. They beat up on them last weekend. Uh, this is a big series coming up for them. So some teams that in our mind might be sellers, maybe in a few days from now, they're going to be forced to either stand pat or maybe even supplement their roster a little bit. So when we get here on Monday and Tuesday, it could be a very different conversation. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, it looks like, you know, the Cubs most likely hold on to Cody Bellinger. Like you said, though, I wouldn't overreact to beating up on a bad White Sox team. Really quick, looking at the Angels' remaining schedule, though, it's pretty tough. I mean, you do have six games still against Oakland, five against Detroit, I believe, three against uh, the Mets. But, I mean, three against Atlanta in interleague play. You get three against uh, the Rangers as well. 
Uh, six still against Tampa Bay. Six against the Rangers, I'm sorry. Three against the Astros. That's pretty tough. Uh, you know, so I would like to see them maybe add one more piece, maybe even a bullpen piece, uh, going back to Los Angeles really quick. But I can't wait to see what happens here the uh, last couple of months of the season. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Trade deadline uh, less than one week away, and we are expecting a a good bit of activity. And a lot of this, you know, if you believe the reports, is that because so much was unknown concerning Shohei Otani, that's why there's been a bit of a holdup. But now we'll probably see some activity. A little bit of news. Noah Syndergaard going to the Guardians from the Dodgers. Jorge Lopez, uh, Dylan Floro swapping ball clubs. So we're seeing a couple of things here and there, but definitely that activity should ramp up as we approach Tuesday's deadline. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we head to the gridiron. NFL first coach fired markets are out. We'll talk about how we should bet it right here on the BetQL Network.